Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Shopping should be. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now joined by Matt Zimmerman. Thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Matt, I had a great intro until I realized that you were going to be on. And I thought, no, I won't do it to Matt. (laughs) Thank you. I'm I glad was, you didn't have a bad intro with it. Well, no, I was going to go. I was going to go. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Same old, same old. Oh, and Rick, how come Joe's opinion didn't get to play much more last <laughs> night? How come Rick did? How come Joe's opinion didn't get in till the lead was up to 30 points? Anyway, you know, hey, I Matt, thought. Matt, do you, do you ever regret signing up for this show? <laughs> No, absolutely not. No, you're, no. What Rick is saying? Do you regret having to come on with Randy Rainwater? That's no, what he's saying. Not. No, no, definitely not. You, well. you, you control the whole deal, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure I take care of Randy, so I, you know, make a couple dollars. Matt is a tackle guy. Yeah. <laughs> for the Razorback Foundation, he's not going to be critical of the coach, and he shouldn't be. And and I, I understand that. I did radio for years. You're not going to criticize the people you're working with. I get that. But well, let's face it, Matt. If you're, you know, in football, the time people get, they'll say, "How many games is Arkansas going to win?" Oh gosh, it's, I always focus on the next one. And uh, but yeah. if you do get into the well, eight wins or something like that. Well, I hate to tell you, I've looked at the rest of the schedule, <laughs> and I don't see Arkansas finishing above five hundred. Uh, when you are, are you talking schedule, like fifteen no, and fifteen? That no, means, oh. well, they can't be fifteen and fifteen because they've okay. got seven games left, and they're twelve and twelve. I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking 15 and 16 is going to be the best they can finish unless they can win at Mississippi State Saturday and I don't think they will. So anyway, what do you think? Yeah, that is a tough uh, breakdown, especially when you have seven left and only three of them are home now. We just played the last two in a row at home, so we got three games at home now. You know, you feel those like those are the winnable games. Those, those are the winnable games. Are winnable games. LSU yeah. won't be easy. They blew us out at their place. Right. But, but, you know, you, Missouri is down and, and yeah, Vanderbilt. We should, so those three right there. But you have four at home. I mean, four on the road. And obviously to, to finish above 500, you got to win some road games. And uh, yeah. if we if we win all of them at home and lose all of them at road, you, you do the math. We're, we're, we're one behind 500. So, you know, that's something before the season or in November or December we never even thought about. But here you are, you know, after Valentine's Day, and you're trying to make sure that we have a winning record. That's not that's not the best way to be on February the 15th. And I hate to say this, gentlemen, but when you look at the even the history under the great Nolan Richardson down in Starkville, it's not been good playing no, down like at the good. dump because no. uh, they have pretty much dominated that series when games are being played in, in uh, Starkville. And even saying yeah. that, the games haven't, in most cases, hadn't even been close. Yeah, it has well, been. Rick's been there a lot, and it's a, it, yeah. it is a tough place to play. I remember in 2015 when we won there with Portis and Qualls and Landis Harris, how happy I was. I think we won there in 14 and 15. But I remember walking out of there in 15 and getting on that bus and just happy. <laughs> like we stole one, you know, yeah. but then you lose them after that, and, and we haven't had success there in recent times either. So it's been hard for the Razorbacks and Stark. Well, it really has, and we've played in front of some crowds down there that weren't very big. We've played in front of some small crowds there but hadn't been able to win. 
And the other three road games are Texas A&M, Kentucky, and Alabama, and Arkansas be decisive underdogs in all those games. So that's why you know it's 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 going to be tough. You still in athletics. I think the thing we lose track of sometimes when it's oh, what's there left to play for? Mm-hmm. The next game. That's that's what's left yeah. to play for. And and those of us who don't compete don't realize that this is what these guys do. And even when it's a lousy year, they still want to compete. And the next game, they may win, they may get slaughtered, but they're still going to compete. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is cliche, but it's true. For the coaches right now and for the players, they have to. You know, they, there's no reason to be worrying about Selection Sunday and things you cannot control. All you can worry about is what you just said. If we haven't been playing well. We've been getting we, A lot of these have been blowouts. Okay, well I'm here. I'm on. I'm on athletic scholarship. I'm representing the Razorbacks. Hey, let, let, let's let's have a good day. Let's let's get better and let's go find a way to win at Mississippi State and then go from there. And it's got to be the next game. This team's not. This team has struggled in every way possible in the conference season, and and that's why we're sitting here three and eight. And so it's uh, you know, you you have got to get better, and that's what they've got to compete for. They got to go out with pride. Yeah, and, and the other thing they're facing that Arkansas has never faced is playing on Wednesday at the SEC tournament. And, you know, those think, yeah. well, nobody, only two teams have ever won four in a row. Nobody's won five in a row. That, that's, no. that's one of those, if you play on Wednesday, you hope you win one and then go to the next day. Yeah, the five in a row is, you know, UConn did it in the Big East once and no one else has done it ever, and we sure hadn't. And, uh, no, you don't, you don't want to play on Wednesday, and that was why I was so big last night. Because if we could have won that ball game, yeah. you know, we'd have been four and seven, and all of a sudden right. now we're tied with Georgia ahead of us, and we're and we're tied with LSU. So now you're already looking at, hey, we can climb into Thursday. Just keep rolling. We we're going to get into Thursday with another win or two. And uh, but now that that gets that gets tougher sitting with our record, and we really need those teams. That that's who I'm. I, I would love to be worried about what's going on with the Auburn and Alabama. But really, for us, realistically, we got a better chance of winning four in four days, like you said, Rick. And so we need LSU, we need Georgia, uh, Mississippi State. Those are the teams we need to root against to, to lose games. What do you think the difference was in the second half last night? Besides, Tennessee's shooting was even better than the first half, and Arkansas's was mm-hmm. worse. Uh, what caused that, and why such a difference in the second half? I think Tennessee came out, you know, they were up at six at the half, and I thought that they had, were the more physical, you know, they played above the rim in the first half to talk about. I think they saw, hey, athletically uh, connect and get to the basket. Uh, Jonas Adu was a major problem for us, and I think connect and Adu and even Ziegler with his quickness were kind of like, guys, guys, we're, we're, we're better than them. And we've got, we didn't play great in the first half. It's a six-point game, and we don't want to be close. And listen to some of the stuff Rick Barnes said. I think he wanted to make sure he's not wanting Bud Walton much throughout time. I think he wanted to be like, we don't need this game to come down to the wire because it could get wild and who knows what's going to happen. So we need to go out and build the lead. And they got the ball. They they got it in the connect. We had Devo on him, and he just overpowered Devo. On baseline, quick power move, power up to the rim, boom, and basket. And from the rest of the second half, they just kind of had us on our heels. They were stronger. They were more physical. Uh, we couldn't do anything with a do. 11 for 14. He was playing spots above the rim we weren't even thinking about getting to. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, you, you go from being down 6 to down 8 to down 10 to 12 to 15 to 18. They started hitting threes, and it was it, 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 it was bad. You know, even, you know, you got a good team like Josiah Jordan James. He's a good player. He had 12 points. But if you ask most of our fans, they'd be like, did he even play? Who was that? He talking about? <laughs> the big strong lefty that had 12, and he was like their fifth best player. In this game, he was like their fifth best player. Fine Connect and Adu and uh, Jordan Ganey and then side Jordan James. And, and he's really good. Pro- to me, would probably be our best player. And, well, uh, you know, and he's their fifth best player. You know, you look at Adu, I thought it was amusing. I'm sorry. I should probably shouldn't say amusing. Probably wasn't amusing to him that uh, Coach Musselman, after the game, talked about how Adu had improved his mid-range jumper. I think a lot of his baskets were dunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a lot of dunks last night by Tennessee, and I know when you get deep, yeah. you can you can score. But golly, I, I'm not sure I remember a game when I'm sure there have been some, but you just don't remember them off the top of your head no. when an opponent dunked that many times. Well, Matt, I hope you protect Coach Musselman from looking at the game book last night. 
or even since then, because when you look at the shot areas <laughs> underneath the basket with yeah. that little that little arc underneath the basket, yeah. 16 of 21, 16 of 21, 76% is what Tennessee shot underneath their basket. We know about the uh, 48 points they scored in the paint. And then you flip over to the shot chart. Normally I look at Arkansas' shot chart. But when I saw this, it it made me stop. Because I don't think I've ever seen anything uh, that was... I mean, there were were more circles underneath the basket that were darkened or... In my case, black or white, but the the black is is uh, the actual makes. Good gracious, it's like nobody missed, but uh, there were a few misses. Yeah. Obviously, sixteen of twenty one, but uh, it, it it they they made the game. Arkansas made the game so simple for Tennessee last night that um, you mentioned Adu, what he did underneath there. Uh, Connect got to the basket anytime he wanted to get to the basket. The only way they yeah. stopped him was the fouling. Yeah. No, and, you know, one time he caught it in the first half, and he was about 23, 24 feet in the basket, and he kind of crossed this over and attacked. And after he was at about the three-point line, even with three-point line, he took one dribble, one step, and it was a dunk. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. him and Adu, and you, you talk about all those dunks at one point, Chuck was trying to count them, and I blessed him because I didn't want to count them, and I didn't want to hear about it. It was, it was a lot, and you're right. It's just been a long time since we've had that many people just dunking on us. Really, it was the two guys doing all the dunking, and they, they could just get up higher than we could get up last night, and they were, you know, even like Makai. You know, Makai is a guy that's physical and can jump pretty good, and yeah. and like when he was in there, they would just overpower Makai, and uh you know, he, he couldn't do anything with them. And there was a couple times they just jumped right over the top of Makai. Usually Makai will put you on the seat of your pants, and you couldn't already do it. I thought I thought one of the games, that she, one of the plays that summed it up was there early in the second half, Rick, you were talking about them taking over. Connect drove it hard to the basket. It was a trend. Tr- and when he went, and that's when Jalen Graham tried to put him through the floor. He was going to try to oh, foul him yeah. hard. Yeah. And when it was said and done, Connect went down hard. It was a hard foul. Uh, and they called it a flagrant. Um, Connect got up, you know, shook himself off, and I was like, is he hurt? Because, I mean, it was a hard foul. And he he got up like a running back that had just got drilled <laughs> and was okay, and he's walking to the free throw line, and Jalen's over there clutching his shoulder right. in pain because he would got hurt, and we have to sub him out, and we were the one trying to put the wood on them on that play. And there was a difference in the physicalness of these two teams. Not that we couldn't beat them in the conference tournament. Maybe we could shoot lights out. Maybe Tennessee would have a bad game. But but you can see, by and large, game to game, night to night, that's just a team that's a lot better than us. Yeah, and I think are. if uh, they're just better than us. And I hate to say this because I don't like to say this type of stuff, but I mean, if we played them ten times, uh, it would be oh, we they would beat us right now. They'd beat us seven, eight, nine times. Mm-hmm. It's just they Rob, just would. Maybe they're all just ten. Better. Maybe all ten, yeah. yeah maybe right. all they're ten. just better than us. Well, and you know what? I'll root for them. Randy, yeah. your numbers, 16 out of 21. Think about that. 11 were dunks. That means they were only 5 for 10 on non-dunks. <laughs> so that's not too bad. Well, I like that sunshine there, Rick. You know, if the game would have been, they had so many dunks, if the game would have been at Knoxville, they'd have given away donuts after the game. Uh, Matt, this, this, and please do not take this in its actual, actual context. Uh-oh. I know. Now, I, I thought I was watching at times. I'm, I'm such a huge uh, Boston Celtic fan. I thought I was watching Larry yeah. Bird, though, last night at times. Uh, uh, he's not yeah. the passer, at least at this point. Connect is not no. the passer that Larry Bird uh, was, but from just an all-around game, the ability to shoot the three. Uh, to be, in, in fact, he may have a step on Larry Bird, but, again, that you think of Bird – at the NBA level, and this is the collegiate level, Bird may have done that, yeah. you know, for Indiana State back in his day. But uh, I can only go by the pro comparison because the only time I remember playing Bird right. was one time and one time only. But uh, this was just simply a a I don't know if you want to call it an exhibition, but uh, you kind of found out. Oh, there's another level uh, that yeah. he showed last oh, yeah. night. I mean, this guy went to where? Northern Colorado? I mean, yeah. was this guy... We know of Nelson and Dixon. 
who were the hot tickets in the transfer portal. Was this guy as highly regarded as those guys? No, he was not. Um, he was. There was people that wanted him, and he got recruited. But he, he was not. Uh, he was. He was a semi late bloomer. He, you know, he, he at one time had you know it, it had a run through junior college. In, in in Colorado, junior colleges are not a big deal. Hmm. Like you don't really go to JUCOs, and and he went to JUCO, and so you know he had he had to stop through there. It's called Northeastern Junior College, and it, and never it, heard you know, of it. it he had, yeah, and he had a, he had a. It, it's incredible. You know, and uh, and so he goes there, not not a big time JUCO, but goes there, and then all of a sudden he ends up at uh, the University of Northern Colorado, and he was there for a while. You know, he played there for three seasons, and he played three full years, and then, uh, well, two full seasons at Northern Colorado, I think is what it was, and, and may have been there for three. You know, that's the Big Sky Conference. He led that league in scoring. He was like 25th or something in the nation in scoring at 20 points a game. But no one knew if a good scorer in the big sky would translate. Right. There's there's been big scorers at mid-majors that they come to the higher level and they can't quite do it. I I remember Gene Talsilla, who came from Wilmington, and Wilmington's in a better league than what northern Colorado is, but his couldn't quite translate. That was Coach Musselman's first year. You have some of those guys where it doesn't quite translate. So there was questions of can this kid from Northern Colorado average twenty? Can he do it at at, at a higher level playing against a better player? Of uh, you know a, a better player and he was playing in the Big Sky. Well, he obviously could, and he's done it even better. He's averaging twenty six. I guess they play better defense in the Big Sky than they do in the SEC. <laughs> his points per game have gone up six. His points per game have gone up six since he's been here. But you know Todd Lee. Coach Lee on our staff, me and him were talking about this. We were on a trip at Missouri. We were talking about Connect and, and some players that are doing really well mid-major-wise. Uh, like Chennai Broom, one of the best players yeah. in our league. He played at Moorhead State. Uh, Taylon Cooper, one of the best guards in our league. At, at, he's had a tremendous year at South Carolina. Not not last night, but he's had a great... He was at Minnesota for one year. Before that, he was at Moorhead State. And Todd Lee's point was, these guys are making it tougher and tougher in the transfer portal, even more grueling to figure out, because you have to look at everybody that comes out. You just don't know. You know, when you hear of somebody coming into the portal from a from any level of college, can this guy, Dalton Connect is showing, Chennai Broom is showing, you better take a look at everybody when they hit that portal, because yeah. you just don't know who's going to be the next Dalton Connect, who is going to be you know, the next Talon Cooper at South Carolina. It's crazy. Those guys got a lot of work to do. I would guess Coach Musselman and his staff will be looking at the transfer portal pretty closely. <laughs> I think might, might have a little turnover off this team, and uh, and that'd be yeah. okay. Hey, Matt, we you might give you a chance, Matt, to uh, – <laughs> Dean Weber worked at the foundation for so long after he left the athletic department. Yeah. What's it been like after his loss? When, when was the last day he worked? I know Dean would have liked to have worked the day before he died. So yeah. uh, how how long ago did he actually well, have to quit working? Well, he never quit you know, working the phones, really, as long as he could up until the last week or two. Cause he would still wow. take calls, and most of those guys were a lot of football wow. players that always called him. And um, I wish people could come by the foundation and see his office. And, Rick, you should come by. And you've been here. You've been in here. His office is like a museum. It's incredible. It's not just some of the pictures are Dean, but it's incredible pictures, you know, all the way. I mean, Lou Holtz, Dean, Dean Smith, Frank Broyles, uh, so many. Ken Hatfield, but all these pictures of, you know, from the Olympics and other places that he had, that he had done stuff at. And former players, you know, you're looking, you're looking at a – you're looking at a picture, and it's you know pictures of Brandon Burlesworth at at a bowl game with him, and it's, it's Joe Klein and Alvin Robertson and Mike Conley at the Olympics. It's incredible Arkansas history. But um, you know Dean had had a truck accident leaving the foundation on a rainy day last June, and to me that's when it started. I should have been driving. We were going to join Matt Jones at Herman's for dinner, and it was raining, and he was still driving. But he was kind of going down in hell, and he and he pulled out on a Friday on Razorback Road making a left. He couldn't regroup, and he ran into a tree. Mm. And that was that was a couple of weeks in the hospital. And he got out of that, and that's when we first started figuring out he may not be able to live on his own anymore. He was still living in a, you know, in a house there off of Paradise Valley. And so 
Um, he stayed there for a little while, a couple few weeks, and then we got him into Brookstone and his assisted living. And then uh, he was there from in July till November, and uh, I had the privilege Monday through Friday of picking him up every day. And, you know, Quinn or, you know, somebody here at the foundation, everyone at the foundation was so good with him. Somebody would take him home every day. Sometimes I'd take him home, but I picked him up every day. And some days I'd get up and, it, you know, Dean wanted to come to work at 5, 5.30. You know, him and, him and Dave England used to have, like, races to see who got in the office early. You know, well, he got here at 5 a.m. They're saying, I'm going to be here at 4.55 tomorrow. Mm. And uh, Dean was that way. All the way up, well, as long as he could drive, all the way up to June of 2023, he would be he would be here five thirty, six, six thirty in the morning, and it was incredible how he'd be. You know, office opens at eight. He'd already be here two or three hours before anybody else got here. It was incredible, and that that's honest. That is not exaggeration. That's how he was. Well, he didn't have and to rehab so, anybody. What was he doing? No, just in I know here. What... I mean, he'd, he'd get the coffee going. He'd get he'd see anything we need to do. He would make sure everything was set. He'd make sure that the, that there was no flooding during the night. He made sure no. He just was always here. He was the guy that was so dependable. So obviously, I wasn't bringing him into work at five or five thirty, <laughs> and so he'd have to wait till I'd go pick him up. And I wish I could go back. And I, I enjoyed that part of me was like trying to soak in the history, but I never. At the, I still thought he had two or three or four or five years left. He was going. So he had some respiratory issues and and breathing problems, and he you know was on air, but you still felt like he was going to be around. And um then uh, in November, I picked him up one morning, and he was really not feeling good at all and brought him in here. And then that's the day we took him to the emergency room, and it was kind of downhill from then. That was early November. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It was the day of Mike Burlingame's funeral. Oh, yeah. We took him to the emergency room. Wow. Yeah. All right, Matt, hang on. we got to step away for a moment. That's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks again to the DHR group. Of Sonic drive-ins for making Matt Zimmerman possible each Thursday. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 1037 The Buzz. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month, 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engaged ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18 months zero interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. That's right. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Also, all 2500 and 3500s, we have over 10% off. That's on 2024 models. This is the deal you've been waiting for. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. So come see us today at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep and get that new Ram you've been dreaming about. And also, it's Dodge Horsepower Days. For every horsepower a Charger or Challenger has, you get over $10 off. So that's over three, four, dollars and $5,000 off on these models. Hurry fast. Supplies are not going to last. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. This is Pat Bradley. Tune in every Tuesday when I join Justin and Wes in the zone. Brought to you by River City Flooring. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com RiverCityFlooringInc.com Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Piggott? Yep. Hoops in Humnoke. Baseball in Bauxite. Long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oakland Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta Pro is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Serta Pro. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin Acree and DJ Williams in the zone every week this baseball season. Presented by Johnson's Home Center in Benton. Johnson's Home Center. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Matt Zimmerman, the coach, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This morning, as I made my annual trek to Double B's, I'm thinking, it doesn't get much better than this. Then I get outside a couple times during the day, and I'm thinking, it doesn't get much better than this. I'm on my way to work. It doesn't get much better than this. I had to stop and get some gas at Double B's, and I'm thinking, wow, is it simply gorgeous. Well, that's the beautiful thing about Double B's. It really doesn't change from day to day. I mean, the, it's, it's always going to be great. I mean, you're going to have the cover over the pump, so... In case there is a little bit of rain or moisture that's maybe falling, then uh, use that will protect you unless there's winds, and it certainly can't stop that. But then you can always go inside, and if you need that warm cup of coffee, they've got that available. They've got the Renoco Cappuccino. They have that available. Then they have all the drink specials that can certainly, uh, whether it be warm you up or cool you down, either way, uh, they've got that uh, available as well, and Hard to believe, but this month of February, it's more than half over. So you need to take advantage of these great specials ongoing right now in the month of uh, February, such as the Red Bull. We've talked about that. The 8-ounce, 2 for $5. They have the Red Bull 12-ounce, 2 for $6. And the 32-ounce Snapple, that's 2 for $4. And the Mr. Pure, that's 2 for $4. So these are all great drink specials. And, again, they have the Renoco coffee and the cappuccino. They have all those great drinks available. Plus, you can just pay right there at the pump. If you need, if you're in a hurry, you can just pay at the pump with your Exxon credit card. No, oh, by the way, with that Exxon credit card, you can save up to $0.10 cents a gallon at the pump. It's a Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. Uh, a couple of quick program. I, I say program notes. Just a couple of notes. Number one. The Arkansas and James Madison game was slated to start at 3, now 2 o'clock. The game that was slated for 3 o'clock between Little Rock and Wichita State has been moved up to noon. Noon. Uh, We had planned on doing the program, Drive Time Sports, uh, tomorrow uh, from Gary Hogan Park for the season opener for the Trojans, but... Obviously, that's not going to work now that uh, it's been moved up to noon. They'll probably be done racking up the bats and the balls uh, after uh, before we even get on the air. But nevertheless, uh, Little Rock opens up a big three-game series with Wichita State Shockers. Uh, that begins tomorrow now at noon. And Arkansas will have the first pitch tomorrow at 2 o'clock rather than 3 o'clock. So a couple of notes there. If you're thinking about going to the game, be sure and make that change so that you won't miss any of the action. Matt, here's a good question for you from our live fan feedback. Moose, Moose, he wants to know, like other schools are better at scouting talent than the Hogs, so we played in the NIT tournament, if we were asked, take valuable time and energy from the search for basketball talent. 
Yes, he's saying that we. He's saying, would it go into the NIT? Yeah. Take time away. Yeah, would it take valuable time away yeah. and energy huh. from the search for basketball oh. talent? Well, you could look at that. You know the, uh, but I don't know how. You know, they, they, there's definitely still scouting stuff you do when you're in the NIT. But we we got a huge staff, so we got plenty of guys that could put together a game plan and, and coach and get get a team ready. Um, and still have guys working on the portal. We we, do, we have a head coach, five assistants, director of ops. Um, we got I think uh, eight GAs. We got a lot of other staff members. We, it's a big. We got plenty. We got plenty of help. So we'd be able to do it. But uh, you know I don't know what they would do. A lot of factors. Here, here's the one thing I know about the NIT, and everyone makes fun of it. Uh, we wouldn't get. We would not get an invitation to the NIT at this point. Um, if the season ended, Rick knows that. There's no. With these, the way they do the NIT now. The, the, all those leagues that you win the league, but you don't win the league tournament, you get to go to the NIT mm, automatically. Right. Those yep. teams don't turn that down. So if you're in the OVC and you and you win the OVC regular season, but you don't win the comp, you lose in the conference tournament to Little Rock, then you're going to go to the NIT. And so, it, so usually there's 15, 16, 17 at large bids, and uh, we're not we're not 15, we're not top 15 now to, on the bubble. So we would not, if the season ended, I'm not trying to be mean. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. No, it's that. a fact. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we are a long way. So right now we wouldn't have to worry about we got to win some ball games to, to get to where we would get an NIT bid. And then, you know, the, the coach, and, and and I would I would think we would play in it. Um, I, I don't know. To, to win the NIT is, a, is still something that, that people take pride in. And there's 350-something schools playing Division One basketball. So obviously that's not – you know, it's not something you want to be in year after year, but uh, but right now Arkansas is not going to have to worry about the NIT. Matt, speaking of the OVC, there is a huge showdown tonight uh, in Little Rock. Yeah, in Little Rock at the Jack Stevens Center, Moorhead yeah. State, which is leading the OVC. Yeah. Uh, Little Rock, I want to say, is in second place right now, and uh, huge, huge matchup. Five o'clock, the ladies' game. They're solidly in second place. I say solidly. They're at least a game ahead uh, for second in second place. And then you got Moorhead coming tonight on the guys' side, and a huge showdown tonight, seven o'clock. Uh, go pack the jack tonight and support the Trojans. Uh, they had a two thousand dollar giveaway the other night. My understanding, my understanding, sounds like uh, some of the. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's mean. Anyway. All you had to do is hit a free throw and a layup, and uh, apparently no one was able to accomplish that. So I think the jackpot now is four thousand dollars. But okay. don't don't hold yeah. me to that. Don't hold don't me to say that. No one. They didn't ask everybody in the whole arena to do it. They probably only selected a few. Well, right? I, okay. I'm just saying those that uh, were able to participate <laughs> okay. didn't, didn't capitalize. They might so. have picked a bunch of people they knew would miss. I mean, that can, that's right. You know, your yeah. objective is to give the money away. You want okay. people to come back. Right. And try it again. So Good. Right. it's uh, now that I mean it's kind of like our um, uh, big uh, Bud Light little blue book. I mean people want to win the money, no matter if it's a little bit or a whole lot. They want to win. So yes. um, anyway, that's uh, that's tonight at the Jack Stevens Center. Starts at five with the ladies' game, then seven o'clock uh, will be the guys' game coming up against Moorhead State, who is leading the OVC. That's tough. You're right about that, Matt. Uh, uh, Moorhead State could win uh, the OVC regular season, get knocked off in the tournament, and they more than likely would not get an at-large bid to the the big dance, but they would be assured at least of a spot in the NIT. So that's right. Like that's you exactly say, that's. Right. Yep. I mean, when when we all have been watching the brackets, we've always thought you need that conference a regular season champion to go on and win the tournament. Because that way you don't upset the bracket in any way. Uh, it kind of yeah. goes as slotted. It's when you have those upsets that can uh, yeah. really throw a, a wrench into maybe a conference you were expecting only one bid, but now because the conference champion got off, they may have had a quality enough of a schedule that still gets them into the NCAA tournament. And one yeah. of the note, Matt, if you remember, the last couple of years I can I can remember specifically – and it may have it may have even gone back uh, three years ago, four years ago, that he was still Coach Musselman was still working the phones and the transfer portal, 
at the same time making preparation to play in the NCAA tournament. Right. I mean, yeah, Musselman no never stops on the recruiting trail. Right. Yeah, well, if you're going to be in the portal like we're going to be and, you know, have so many transfers like we've done since he's been here, you have got to uh, stay on that and, and, and be super active in it the whole time. Because those are quick recruiting battles. They're, they're short mm-hmm. and quick. They're, they're a week. They're two weeks. They might be three weeks. And I was talking to a buddy of mine that's an assistant in the SEC, and he said so many of our recruiting battles, they used to be two years long. And now they're two weeks long, mm-hmm. and it's in it's in it's in March and April and May, and you have these two week recruiting battles for a guy. Same way with football, so it's really interesting how that is. So, oh, I can remember being in Des Moines, Iowa, and coach coming off the uh, being at the hotel when we got off the bus, and him telling the staff, "Hey, let's let's meet. We got to go over some portal stuff." Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that obviously we're trying to get rid of ready for Illinois or get ready for, uh, you know. Uh, Kansas, but there, there was also, hey, we have to dedicate a little bit of time each day to make sure we're, we got the right calls that we're making and, and studying. Now, one thing about it, when you have a staff like Arkansas, it's big, and there's other places that are, you know, these, these high-level programs that have these big staffs. you you got guys that they haven't started working on the transfer portal in February. You know, they've been working on the transfer. It's hard to work on the portal in August, September, October, because everybody just got to their schools and you hadn't played a game yet. But by the time people start playing games in November, those guys are studying that transfer portal, and they're already looking at who's the who's the next Dalton Connect, and uh, who's the guy that we can, you know, who might be leaving a, a low major or a mid major and want to move up, or who is at a high major right now and not playing very much or not playing very well, and we think that he's going to bail out as soon as the portal window opens at a, at a different SEC school or a Big Twelve or whatever. So. Oh yeah, they've been they've been working that portal already. Matt, speaking of, uh, I guess you can say philosophy. Uh, who was it? North Carolina a couple of years ago that roughed Arkansas up on the inside. Coach Musselman thought he needed to go uh, big, and then the yeah. next year he may have ran, Arkansas may have ran into a you know Connecticut who could have done it to anybody, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. exposed the the need to have the athletic wings and the different type of guards and so forth and so on. I mean, this, this, I mean, it, it seems to go with in trends or in cycles, but my question would be, is this been the year? And I'm not saying it's been the, the ultimate where you've got three or four guys, a do or, uh, whoever else you mentioned broom as being first round, lottery picks for the upcoming NBA draft, but there does seem to be this year uh, quality big men everywhere, and it's turned more into a a physical game on the inside, something that Arkansas seems to be lacking. So do you see this trend swinging around where Coach Musselman says, okay, now we got to go back. we got to load back up with the big guys. I think that's a great point, Randy. I think he will do that because Remember, we lost to Duke in the final eight, and it was really not that close of a game. And they were just—they had the big kid Williams, of course. They had Fanchero, uh, and they had all this size, and we had a hard time matching up. Right. Well, big. They Maybe were. in Duke, I was thinking so, about Matt. Yeah, and he was really—he came out of that like we—we we have got to—we have got to get bigger, and we got to have you know more guys inside that can bang and 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 affect the game inside the paint. Our league has been—that's where I think our league has improved the most this year. Even like we went to Oxford. You know, Ole Miss has been pretty bad. We go to Oxford this year, and they have three big men in there that are all pretty darn good and hard to score over. And uh, we, we've got, we're going to have to get some guys like that just for the next season, so we're bigger and more athletic. One of them is uh, what seven foot five down at Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean yeah, he's, he, a, he's not bad. He's, he's big. Bad. Hang on, Matt. One more segment with Matt Zimmerman. Thanks once again to the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-ins. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do. And they won't be beat on price. 
factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Guatney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Guatney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuatneyChevrolet.com. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Whenever wintry weather, or even the rumor of it, invades Arkansas, Arkansans invade the grocery stores and buy up all the milk and bread, which always has been a puzzle to me. This January snow left shelves across Little Rock emptied of both. Here's an idea. The next time snow and ice come our way, Forget about the milk and bread. Instead, stock up on corn dogs and Coke. That way it'll feel like you're at the state fair instead of being snowed in and watching Bonanza. You want to know where you can get corn dogs and Coke? Double B's? We have the best. Stop by for a snack and a perfect fountain drink. All 34 Double B's locations have monthly specials on all kinds of stuff that you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Once again, we'll be joined by the coach in a matter of moments. Coach Matt Zimmerman, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. But first, we are joined by Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. Neil, how did it go last night? Well, uh the uh, double R props didn't do too bad. Uh, I think we had uh, over a little bit over forty percent of those that hit, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of painful to watch uh, as an Arkansas fan. Uh, I, you know, losing by that many in Bud Walton, boy, how often does that happen? Not, not mm, much. So, too much uh, this year for sure. But anyway, yeah. But I'm I, I, not to sound like my my betting public. Hey, baseball season starts tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> And and Bet Saracen has the baseball lines up. Uh, you got a money line of minus five hundred. That means you got to lay five hundred dollars to win a hundred. That's why we do the run line to kind of equal it out. So uh, the run line, I uh, use that in hockey, and it's called the puck line. I mean puck line in hockey, run line in baseball. So it's handicapped in Arkansas at three and a half runs, and and then the odds on that are just minus one hundred five, just like just like a regular market. Over under twelve, so. I saw I saw something pretty intriguing about uh, tonight. Uh, that is the NCAA boost, and that is Arkansas, Little Rock, or Little Rock, mm-hmm. Arkansas State, and UCA all to win 
plus 2,000. Yep, because you've got Central Arkansas is a dog. So you're getting plus 140 on the individual market. Uh, Arkansas State is uh, a six-and-a-half-point dog, so you're getting plus 230. And Arkansas Little Rock is also a home dog. You're getting them at plus 100. So you put those together in a parlay in the boost, plus 2,000. Hey, if all the dogs can win, it's a big payday, and that's the way it usually is in sports betting. That's intriguing into itself. And you got some NBA specials to go along with it, NHL. I mean, it's 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 uh, then baseball. Uh, you've already got the lineup for tomorrow's line between Arkansas and James Madison. And, and there's a full slate of NCAA basketball games up uh, up on uh, on the sheet today. So uh, you know you've got that too. And don't forget, you got the NBA All Star game coming up this weekend too. Over and under, and that's only three hundred and sixty-five and a half right now. So, uh, don't think we'll put too many defensive props out for that game. I got uh, James Madison, the dog, plus three and a half. Over under twelve runs. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good opening line there. And so, Matt, I mean, Matt, uh, where do I find all this stuff, Neil? Hey, if you're on your phone, all you got to do is go to the Apple or uh, Apple uh, App Store or the Google Play Store. And if you're on a PC or web, just go to betsaracen.com, click on that register button, and uh, and get through that pretty quick. And then you could get in on all the spring sports action, March Madness around the corner, and uh, going to have a lot of fun this year. Uh, I don't see Hagen Smith on here, but I like that three and a half minus three and a half for Arkansas with Hagen Smith on the mound tomorrow yeah, for no, Arkansas. That's- that's the nice thing about our uh, our lines. You don't have to worry about locking in the pitchers on us. You know, some people like to do that if there's a last minute pitching change, but it doesn't happen all that often. But it does. But uh, all of, all of our baseball uh, lines are action, regardless of who the starting pitcher is. There you so. go. All right, Neil. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson. BetSaracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store. Bet Saracen. Uh, let's see this from our. Uh, life in feedback. Casey says, Coach Z, how does recruiting work if Coach Musselman leaves? Does it seem like there's much time? Well, that's a good question. Well, hopefully he'll be here and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be a challenging year with him, even if he's here and the whole staff's here. they got to keep the continuity and they have to really get after it because unless he decides to bring most of these guys back, which, you know, obviously that hadn't happened in the previous years either, coming off of, you know, final eights and final and sweet sixteens, we've still changed out most of the roster. So you would have to think this year you're gonna change out a lot of it as well. And if you had a coaching change on top of that, um, you just want to make sure that you can hold the administration would have to, you know, put one of the staff in charge of uh holding it down until someone's hired and then try to keep our guys, as many of them here as you could, waiting on a new coach. That's that's with any sport. Because you want that new coach to have an, be able to come in and have an opportunity to recruit the guys that are that are still here, and then add all people from the portal that he can. What you don't want to happen is what happened to LSU two years ago. Um, the Will Wade, all that thing was ending. They were all gone and fired, and they, it took them a minute to hire Matt McMahon from Murray State. And in between the time they fired their staff and brought in McMahon. Uh, those guys had all left. All the players were gone, which is it's hard to keep them there if there's not a coach or a coaching staff. And so by the time, remember when Matt McMahon got there, remember there was nobody on the roster. They didn't have anybody mm-hmm. left. They were all gone. And now they had a guy, uh, Wilkerson, that ended up staying, and that was it. Everybody else was gone. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that won't happen here. We got, I think we have a lot more stability, and we've got a, you know, it's a pretty big-time program here, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids that want to play. There wasn't 20,000 there last night, obviously. Although it was sold out, not everybody showed up. Um, and then there was hardly anybody left by the final buzzer. But there's a lot of people who want to play in Bud Walton Arena. It, they, they, it's known as a place that could put you know, right at 20,000 in it. And it's an incredible fan base and they're passionate. And there's good money here. And uh, there's good name, image, and likeness opportunities here. And so I mean, there's, there's a lot of kids that want to play for the Razorbacks. Let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Z. Yes, sir. Uh, coach, uh, normally with a Coach Must teams, they progress, they get better from game to game. 
this team seems like they're going backwards from game to game. And I know with the injuries, Brazil's not in the lineup. Uh, the SEC's definitely a lot better this year. Is it just a culmination of the SEC's that much better? Our IQ is not that that better. It's not. We're not progressing from game to game. And why are we going backwards with this team? I'll get off. Appreciate it. Thank you, Savage. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. I think that's one that our own staff has tried to wrestle with. We know why haven't this team gotten better as the season's gone? It seems like we were. Uh, you could argue the best we were is uh, on a October Saturday. You know, beating Purdue. Uh, it's it, it's just been a up and down season, but a lot of downs. And uh, you know, we've had that. You can there, there's been I think eight or nine losses now. Eight maybe maybe eight losses that have been by double figures or more. So that was that's that's, un, that's unheard of for the Racerbacks. Definitely since Coach has been here for sure to have these many hard losses. Um, it is just a team that has struggled in in all areas, especially defensive side of the, being able to guard and keeping guys in front of them. And then when we play somebody good, being able to compete with them, rebounding and physicality and size and strength, that's been an issue for us. And then you take out one of our bigger guys. We don't talk about Trevin much lately, but you know he's missed these five games, and he's uh, almost 6'11". Now, he's no powerhouse heavyweight, but he's, he's, he's still a pretty good talent that, that's not out there. And so there's just been a lot of factors. Our league has definitely gotten better. Um, I've studied this league for years. Rick has too. I love the I love SEC basketball, um, and it's it's better. I mean, South Carolina, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida. Those are pretty good teams. And if you don't bring it against those guys, they they can beat you. Not only can they beat you, they can beat you down. I mean, look what South Carolina happened to them last night. They they're, they were nine and two in the SEC. They go on the road and lose by forty, a forty piece. Auburn's a tough place to play, but still go there and lose by 40. And then the people in the middle, the A&Ms, the Ole Miss, the Mississippi States, Kentucky, you know, they, they Kentucky, you know, they, they all, everyone always thinks they're going to be in through the roof, but they're not one of the best teams in our league. And all these other teams have just continued to get better. Ole Miss and LSU, those teams were bad, and they, they can beat you. Georgia can beat you. And so it's much more competitive game in and game out. Now, you know, we got two teams at the bottom. Now Vanderbilt is showing. Hey, they're showing life. They're playing better. And they, they had a they had a really good win. I was not surprised at all. But it was, you know, they have a great win against A&M. And uh, the league is tough. Missouri's really bad. I don't, I don't know if they'll win a game. Um, doesn't look like they will. They'll maybe end up beating somebody. Um, so I wouldn't count them out. But anytime you have a – you go through a league race, you got somebody down there that's 0-18 or 1-17. and Everybody loves that. Everybody loves that because you can get you some wins. All right, Matt. Good luck this weekend down at the uh, dump, the hump, whatever <laughs> it's called, down in uh, Starkville, Mississippi. That is Matt Zimmerman. Thanks to the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Looking for your next truck and shocked by the prices? As a member of Telco Federal Credit Union, they can help finance your next purchase, whether from a dealership or from an individual. Telco can even finance your out-of-state funds, and if needed, they can help with vehicle values and negotiation tips. The local team at Telco Federal Credit Union will find you the right 